listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Pet Life Radio proudly presents DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready to unleash the dog sports enthusiast in all of us. From ski joring and mushing to racing, agility, and competition, this is the place to learn all about the dog sports and activities that you can do with your furry best friend and canine competitor. We'll hear from the leading sports dog show stars that are at the top of their game, learning training tips and get the scoop on their secrets to success. So put your paws together and give a tail-wagging welcome to your DSPN host, Lori Williams. Hello, everyone, and welcome to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. I'm your host, Laurie Williams, owner and director of training and behavior counseling at Pup and Iron Canine Fitness and Learning Center in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Most of you may know me from the CBS reality TV show, Greatest American Dog, where my little eight-pound Maltese, Andrew, and I were able to show the depth of our relationship. Andrew was just really incredible. He outshined so many dogs that were three and four times his size. He even stood up to that 9,000-pound elephant. And we just were so fortunate to be able to show the world how wonderful our relationship is. And that's what DSPN is all about. Incredible dogs doing incredible things. Today, we're going to talk about some great places that you can go with your dogs, some wonderful camps and resorts that you can learn all about different dog sports. First up, we have Bud Houston of Country Dream Agility, and we'll be right back to talk to Bud about all the great things he has going down in Ohio. DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network, will be right back with more exciting action and biting commentary right after this quick time out. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. There's nothing like a shaggy dog, baby. They're shagatelic. And this is the place to find out how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Oh, yeah. So stop by our pad every week and get switched on, baby. Switched on to the show that's all about attitude. Oh, behave. With your groovy host, pet edutainer Arden Moore. Yeah, baby, yeah. Every week on demand on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready for game time with your DSPN host, Lori Williams. 
Welcome back, everyone, to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. I'm Laurie Williams. I'm going to be your host today, and we've got a great guest scheduled today. It's Mr. Bud Houston from Country Dream Agility. It's a great resort where they have all kinds of camps. Hey, Bud, welcome. How are you? I am fine, thank you. Um, thank you for having me on, Laurie. Great. You know, I've read about your camps in the past, and you know, I know you're someone who's been involved in uh, dog agility specifically for many, many years. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about how you got involved with agility and got to tell us about your great facility. Well, I, I'm, I'm such an old-timer. Um, heck, I've been competing and teaching in agility since uh, before it was really a recognized or uh, visible sport. I, I think I'm, I've just passed my 21st anniversary of, the, of my first class. I, I took a class, and in the next class, uh, I was an instructor, which uh, just kind of proves we had no um, standards in those days. <laughs> I uh, Well, you have to put it in perspective. You know, in those, those days, there were no books. Right. There were no videos. There were no gurus of the sport. It was a, it was a brand spanking new sport. We were kind of making things up uh, as we went along. I came over from the obedience world with um, my uh, little dog, now gone, Winston the Wonder Dog. Um, uh-huh. And I, um, I immediately fell in love with the with the whole concept. Great, and this was um, what back in was this back in the late eighties when twenty one years ago. Wow, now, that's my wow. first class. Very good. And uh, don't know if I mentioned to our listeners, you're out in Ohio, and kind of what are what are you close to in Ohio? What's the, what's some of the um, major cities that your facility well, is close near? to? The major city is Marietta, Ohio. I'm at okay. the confluence of the Ohio and Muskingum rivers. I'm actually out in the middle of nowhere. And and I bet people like that about you. I bet they like but, that about um, your facility. They do. It feeds to the uh, to the idea of uh, providing a resort and vacation for them uh, to do agility. When they when they come here, they are away from civilization altogether. Wow, that's that sounds great. So it kind of explains. Uh, kind of describe your your resort. You know, we we know that it's uh you know you do a lot of agility camps, but kind of just describe the resort element of your your facility. Well, we are uh, really, as I said, we're out in the middle of nowhere. What we mm-hmm. have here is um, a couple of uh, rustic cabins that people can stay on. I have 28 acres on this property. Marcia and I've um, dreamed for many years of uh, creating this. Um, kind of training adventure uh, out in the wilderness. I, I, I ran an agility camp for oh maybe 10 years in the Columbus, Ohio area, but it was very different from this. Um, there, when people came to train with me, they stayed in motels and that sort of thing and then came and got um, you know their lessons during the day. What we really wanted is somewhere where people could come and uh, they would have a place to they would have a place to stay. Um, and they could, if they wanted to, uh, roll up a sleeping bag and, and stay somewhere uh, on the property. Uh, a piece of property became available out here. It actually came from Marsha's family, and we've just uh, had a wonderful time with it. I think we've been here about 20 months now. We do about a dozen uh, camps a year, and it's not just agility. We also do we do uh, rally and obedience camps, and we do teacup camps for small dogs. I, I oh, know right. You have a, a Maltese. Right, um, right. Small but inspired dog. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really kind of a special experience for people. I, it's very different from uh, training centers elsewhere uh, in the world because we provide unleveled instruction. Mm-hmm. That means that uh, we don't. Everybody absolutely doesn't have to be at the master's level. To my point of view, I foundation is foundation. Basics are basics. Right. So whether you're at the novice level, at the master's level, I still have uh, something for you. 
Well, that's great. Um, so, so any level pretty much can uh, anyone at any level from a beginner through someone who's been. Yeah, we kind of draw months? the we kind of draw the line at novice, which means that they should already have been uh, introduced to introduced. equipment and and had sure. some kind of foundation. Though I have done beginners only groups, which mm-hmm. is actually kind of fun uh, by itself. I, I can actually teach them how to do it right the first time, right? Uh, rather than struggling with people who've uh, got years of bad muscle memory. Sure. Well, I really like the the whole retreat element of your camp. I know in your description you you do mention cabins and cottages and you know campfires. I mean, what a great way to spend with your dog. Uh, a lot of people think that what you know, or they ask me about when you know being on Greatest American Dog. Wow, it looked like you were camping with your dog. Unfortunately, not so much. We had cameras everywhere. You know, it was you know a big production. Yes, we were kind of out in the elements a little bit. But I okay. really like that intimate kind of element that sounds like you guys have going for you there. Now, do you do most of the instruction? Do you bring other instructors in? How does that work? No, for for agility, it's it's just me. I'm well aware of what uh, others teach. I, you know, when it comes to um, dog training, I have an encyclopedic understanding of what people are doing in the sport. What you have to re- really remember about me is that um, uh, I'm a I'm a handler trainer, and um, I, I think what really excites people is that um, I start showing them what their job is. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some very clever dog trainers in the world. Don't get me wrong, and if we have to talk about dog training um, topics, we will. But the the handler is kind of the overlooked element in our sport. The handler is what's the handler's job? Job in agility is to show the dog where he's going. I teach a system of natural movement. A student once asked me not too long ago. He said, "Well, if it's natural, how come you have to teach it?" Um, <laughs> well, you have to understand what I mean by natural movement. Dogs already understand the way people move, and so I teach a system, that basically showing people what they already know is that our natural movement is what tells uh, dogs where we're going, and where we're going basically is what directs them uh, on the course. And to, to many people, this is really breakthrough stuff, understanding how they have to move their bodies to direct their dogs. And do you have all different breeds of dogs that come with to attend the camp? And, you oh, know, yes. what would, I'm, not one yeah. of those, I'm not one of those Border Collie-only trainers. <laughs> I, just, just absolutely, absolutely everybody. Um, right. I... I actually uh, specialize in small dogs and sometimes right. un- under-motivated dogs. We can't teach them or handle them all as though they're border collies. There's no such thing as one size fits all, and we have to right. understand the uh, different needs of different dogs and breeds. Well, that's absolutely um, true. I know at our facility we actually offer, um, we call them Mighty Mites, um, agility classes uh, classes with only small dogs. And, and I'll tell you, one of the reasons we do that, we do that for some of the reasons that you mentioned, um, but we also do it, we find that some of the handlers, some of the owners of the smaller dogs actually have more peace, a little bit more security when they're in a class with other small dogs. Well, so some of them, the dogs, the dogs actually feel safer when they're right. only uh, among uh, little dogs, and we see this out in the, in, in the big world as well. That's great. Now, how many camps a year did you say you run? You're in about, did you say 20? We, we, have, about, we have about a dozen. I, okay. um, I also go around the uh, country and I do seminars and that sort of thing, but mm-hmm. uh, mostly I'd, I'd, I'd love to get them down here. That's actually uh, scheduled routine camps, but people also call us for package weekends. They'll get a bunch of friends oh, wow. together and they, and they will uh, rent a cottage and come down and take private lessons and things like that, whether they take private lessons or 
go hiking on our trails or fishing wow. down in the pond. But whatever they want to do, they kind of make a vacation out of it. And that was our whole concept is to make this a, a vacation for people. Well, you're making me want to pack my bags right now and, uh, well, you oh, like <laughs> and take a drive. Absolutely. Um, yeah. That sounds great. So when is your next camp session, and how can people find out a little bit more about your camp? We're pretty much now getting ready to close up for the winter. We did our last camp last week, and I'm afraid the weather played a cruel trick on us, so we had people out there training and freezing uh, weather in the training building. But we will uh, perk back up again in March as the um, sun begins to melt the snow and ice out here and uh, resume with the year. So I, I get to settle down for the winter and do a lot of writing and things like that. Uh, you can contact us, by the way, and the easy way to do it, we're at dogagility.org. Um, on the on the internet, we're very easy to find. It'll have our uh, email addresses and uh, telephone number and everything. Very good, and we'll make sure that we put that on our website as well, so that people can find you. You know, this. Yeah, hey, I grew up in Ohio, so I can imagine you are packing up a little bit for the winter. But uh, yes. people will probably be, um, you know, wanting to make their spring and summer plans uh, coming up here soon. So. Um, hopefully they will contact you and uh, we'll, get in, we'll get in touch with Marsha. I get up in the morning and she tells me what I'm going to do today. <laughs> she's the she's the real genius behind the operation. Good, you always got to have that. Well, Bud, yeah. thanks a lot for being with us today. I mean, I'm really hoping that people can tap into all these different ways that they can enjoy some time with their dog and learn, learn about each other, connect with their dogs. And that's something that you've been helping people with for, for many, many years. So thanks so much for being with us. It's been an absolute delight being on DSPN. Uh, Great. Thank you so much. And we will be right back after this message. <laughs> DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network, will be right back with more exciting action and biting commentary right after this quick time out. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready for game time with your DSPN host, Lori Williams. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. I'm Lori Williams, your host, and today we're talking about some great retreats and camps and just things that you can do with your dog. You know, it's the winter months right now, but hey, spring and summer are coming. So you can start making your plans. 
Our next guest is Jean Richter. She's from Camp Gone to the Dog, and this is the oldest dog camp around for quite a few years. Hi, Jean. How are you? Good, Lori. How are you doing? I'm doing really, really well. You know, I've been really looking forward to finding out more about Camp Gone to the Dogs. I've been hearing about it for years. You guys have a great reputation, so I'm glad to have you with us. Now, tell me, exactly how long has Camp Gone to the Dogs been around? Actually, in 2009 will be our 20th year. (laughs) Wow. That is absolutely amazing. You know, and the thing is, I bet so many people have no idea that they have something like this available to them. Now, how did you get involved with the camp? Oh, it was so funny. It was about 15 years ago. My husband walked in the door with the USA Today, and he said, I just found something that you will love. And (laughs) USA Today had done an article about Camp Gone to the Dogs. And I looked at this. I said, I just found something I want to do immediately. So I called the next day, and unfortunately, camp was done for the year. But I went the following year and got hooked. (laughs) that's funny that you mentioned that because I do know a few people who have attended Camp Gone to the Dogs and it's kind of addictive it's one of those things that you know people want to keep coming back to over and over and over again so it sounds like you got hooked in in a big way yeah um, actually we have a super big return rate Um, the fall camps is actually over 90% the June camp about 75 that's and we have amazing. a number of the campers come to multiple camps. This past year, we had 30 people who attended at least two. Wow. See, that's something that really speaks to how much fun and probably informative the camp really is. But most importantly, you know, I'm all about the relationships here. Your camp must definitely help deepen the bond between the human and their dog. Now, let's talk about all the different activities that are available um, at your camps. That's the part that kind of boggles my mind. Okay. Well, obviously, we have lots going on for people to keep wanting to come back because they can't do everything in one session. We have all levels of agility from beginner through advanced. We have all levels of obedience. We have freestyle dancing. We have disc work. We have fly ball. We have guided walks. We have jump shoot. (laughs) At the June camp, we actually have sheep herding. Wow. With actual sheep. And we have dock diving. And we also have the real fun camp kind of stuff. We have crafts. We do, do leash making. We paint portraits. We make dog toys. So there's something for everyone. Wow. So, and these, uh, these uh, activities that you mentioned, um, the arts and crafts, with the dogs, correct? Well, the dogs do the portraits, and they also do paw prints. Okay. The people do the leash making. We haven't t- taught the dog how to braid yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm it sure if, any- if we could. <laughs> well, I'm going to say if anybody can do it, it'll probably be- happen at your camp. Let's talk a little bit. So you have a summer camp and you also have a fall camp, correct? Right. We have a camp that's um, this coming year from May 31st to June 6th, and that's up in Marlboro, Vermont at Marlboro College. Okay. And that's when we call the big camp. This has about 180 to 190 campers, and it's the one with the most activities. And then the first two weeks in September, we're up in Stowe, Vermont, which is absolutely beautiful. And we're at um, the Mountaineer Inn, and these are smaller camps. There are about 100 campers per week, and there's lots of activities, but not as many as there are at the summer camp. Well, I went to school in uh, Vermont, uh, so I know how beautiful that 
area of the country is in the fall. So I could just imagine being able to spend time with my dog, you know, and run around all that fall foliage, how beautiful that must be. Oh, it's incredible because the fields face the um, Mount Mansfield, the ski, the ski mountains, and you just look up and you have this turquoise sky, these beautiful colors, and you're there with your dog like on the utility field or on the walking paths, and the um, wildflowers are all in bloom. It's just beautiful. Wow. Well, you know, what's great about your campsite is that really someone can really get a nice introduction to so many dog sports. You listed at least six or seven different things. Uh, you know, a lot of people can't find classes in their local area to learn about these different sports. So you can offer them a wide variety all in one sitting. Oh, absolutely. It's a good way to find out what your dog likes. And you have to go without any preconceived notions because on any given day, the oddest, the oddest breed is going to be doing something. At the June camp this year, my sister-in-law came with her new Scottish Terrier. <laughs> you couldn't get her out of the sheep herding pen. <laughs> a Scottish Terrier and the sheep, that's awesome. That probably made for some really good photo ops. I would love to see oh, that. yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. We have this Siberian Husky who's fabulous at Frisbee. Wow, that's fantastic. And pictures in our new 2009 brochure. So it, it's interesting that, that the dogs get to just try different things that you have no idea what, that they would be good at. Well, you know, one of the things I always try to encourage my students to do is to try to find, number one, something that their dogs really enjoy. But it's also really cool to see a dog doing what they were bred to do. But here you're talking about a terrier doing sheep herding. Who would have thought that, you know, that can happen too. You know, all these different breeds have many, many, many different breeds that went into creating that particular breed. So maybe he's getting in touch with his uh, inner border collie or something. Who knows? I guess so. I actually have herding dogs. I have Polish lowland sheep dogs. Oh. To watch them in the, heat, in the sheep pen is really like it just melts my heart. Because wow. they're doing what they love and doing what they should be doing. That's fantastic. Just, it's terrific. Well, let me talk about something else that I love about your camp. Tell me about what type of uh, training methods you guys use. Okay. We are 100% positive. Love it. <laughs> and I will not hire an instructor unless they are 100% positive. We do everything with praise, toys, and treats. That's fantastic. That is absolutely awesome. I mean, again, if we're trying to promote the relationship, that's the way to do it. Now, what are some of the um, some of the other special things that you might offer that don't really have anything to do with unnecessarily training? But do you do, you do like any type of doggy massage or any type oh, of activity? Absolutely. Okay. We um, we have Bonnie Yaskins on staff who does dog massage. So um, she also teaches a class on how to massage your dog. Okay. So that's kind of nice. We also do testing for Canine Good Citizen and oh, Therapy good. Dog International. Wow, good, good. Which, is, you know, is a good thing. Um, at the June camp, we actually have the Red Cross for Pets course that you can take to get certified. Okay. We have lots of stuff that's different. We have Tellington Touch, but we have Barbara Janelle's on our staff. Mm-hmm. And um, she teaches a class in Tellington Touch and then also does privates. Okay. Um, just in case some of our listeners may not know, Tellington Touch is kind of like a, it's similar to massage or some type of body work, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. And it's a good way to bond with your dog. Yes. It's really nice. Um, we also have, I have somebody on site at the gym camp who does human massage. 
and she teaches a stretching class for humans at the beginning of the week so they're not too stiff from running around all week. Yeah, um, can't, can't forget about that. You know, a lot of people want to do all these sports with their dogs, and they forget about themselves. You've got to stay in shape. You've got to make sure you don't hurt yourself while you're trying to play with your dog. Absolutely. And then we have a lot of information. Um, every evening and also after lunch every day, there's lectures by um, different instructors um, about nutrition, first aid, um, bonding with your dog. We have Sue Sternberg on staff who does incredible lectures every evening. This past year, she was talking about having a multiple dog household, choosing your next dog for companionship or competition. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary Thompson, who's an AKC tracking judge, is on staff also. Right. She lectures on things such as nutrition, living with a senior dog, things like that. Well, got some great um, great people on staff. I know you have some, some pretty uh, popular behaviorists on staff as well. Yeah, we have Leslie Nelson. She mm-hmm. runs Tales You Win out of Connecticut. Okay. And she's, she's just terrific. She does a lot of the obedience along with Ann Hassett. And like I said, we have Mary Thompson, who's an AKC judge. Our Frisbee and Flyball instructor actually comes all the way from Chicago. And her name's Mira Potts, and she's pretty well known on the Frisbee ring. She's terrific, and all of her Frisbee dogs are rescued from shelters. Wow. Now, you talked about the summer camp is on um, a college campus, so are the dogs and people staying in dorms? Absolutely. At the summer camp, I take over all of Marlboro College, which is 250 acres, and we um, we use their dorms. They also have uh, woodsy cabins, and they also have an inn they had purchased a number of years ago that they restored into um, kind of a college dorm, but each room actually has a private bath, so it's pretty popular. Uh-huh. Yes, I but the, <laughs> the dogs stay in the rooms with you. When so- you're not in the room, the dogs do need to be crated or expanded. Of course. The only place the dogs aren't allowed is the dining hall. Okay. Okay. You know, that's, uh, you know, that's great. I, I know when I went to college, I sure wanted to take my dog to school with me, so um, <laughs> this would be the way to do it. Now, what about the fall camp? Where, what are the accommodations there? Okay, the fall camp, we, I take over the Mountaineer Inn in Stowe, and that's an inn that has about 55 hotel rooms, mm-hmm. which I take over the entire thing, but obviously with only 50-something rooms, it's not enough room for all the campers. So more than half the campers are in local 100% dog-friendly hotels. And these are all nice hotels, you know, air-conditioned, heated, private baths, cable television, mm-hmm. etc., which is a little different than being in college dorm rooms. Sure, but I'll tell you what, uh, that just sounds like heaven to me. Just absolutely sounds like heaven. Now, let's see, your next camp then is going to be in uh, May of 2009. Now, do right. you still have openings available? We have openings for the summer camp from May 31st to June 6th. Okay. Fall camp, the one from September 6th to the 12th, is booked. Okay. And the 13th, and we have openings for the September 13th to 19th, and those would be pretty off-site openings. We don't have any rooms on site left. Okay. So let's let's go through. So how can people contact you and find out a little bit more about Camp Gone to the Dogs? Okay, there are several ways. One, they can call me directly on our toll-free number, which is 888-364-3293. 
If they just want more information, they can go to our website, which is www.campgonetothedogs.com, and it gives you a good overview of what camp's like and the sample schedules, etc. And you could also send me an email, and the email address is campnewswire at hotmail.com. Okay, and we'll have all that information available on our, our website as well. Um, you know what? It's, it's cold. It's getting cold. It's the, it's the winters upon us, but I'm already looking forward to and looking ahead to what I want to do with my dog when the weather gets better. So I know people are going to be making their plans, and, and I'm hoping that people are going to get in contact with you. I, Jean, thanks so much for sharing a little bit with us about Camp Gone to the Dogs. I would love to have you back. Um, and talk a little bit more specifically about some of the um, activities that you guys offer. And I, I just really appreciate you letting people know, because I know people are, they're planning, right now it's the planning stages for what we're going to do in the spring and summer with our, with our dogs. So thank you so much for being with us today. And thank you so much for having me, and I'd be delighted to come on again. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much. Ladies and gentlemen. Pet Life Radio proudly presents DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready to unleash the dog sports enthusiast in all of us. From speed drawing and mushing to racing, agility, and competition, this is the place to learn all about the dog sports and activities that you can do with your furry best friend and canine competitor. So get ready for game time. DSPN with your host, Lori Williams, every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.